The Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast is presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Coming up, the Bear and I get you set for week 14 in what seems like an endless college football season, but we are here for you. Our thoughts on the game of the week, Akron and Bowling Green. Nothing is bigger. Cannot wait for that game. Even though Bears headed the Coastal for game day, what do we do with Ohio State in the rankings? And now they actually have a game with Michigan State. It looks like that's going to be played. And, of course, we have another red-hot steamer. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's V Week, and during these challenging times, ESPN and the V Foundation's fight against cancer has not stopped. If you are able, please support cancer research by visiting v.org slash donate. 100% of what you give goes to cancer research. Again, we're here. It is December. Uh, We have an NFL game that's about to be played. That was supposed to be played in November, and it's going to be played in December, but... We're here, uh, Bear fresh off a uh, daily wager um, deal. Congrats. Thank you, little, little. Who's little, our golf little. pick, by the way? Let's let's give it right uh, out. I, we, we, we went Brooks Kepka. Uh, okay. The fact that he's playing playing well and played well at Augusta, played well in Houston. I think the fact that he's a little turnaround here means he's healthy and feels good and had a down season by, by his standards. I think uh, he's a good price. And I took a little, little shot if you're looking for a price play. I went with Harold Warner the third, someone who has played pretty well later in the year, and uh, he has a couple of top six finishes at Mayakoba, and said maybe if you want to throw a little pocket change on him to be a first-round leader, it could be a, uh, a good price as well. So uh, I went to Brooks and uh, Varner as my long shot. And All I, think, right. uh, uh, I, th- I think I think Anita had uh, Abraham answer. Got uh, it. All right. There we go. Fresh picks. Um, rankings last night. Couple things I want to uh, discuss before we get into the two biggest games, maybe of the year, definitely of the week. Uh, one's taking place in Ohio, and one's you're going to be at for game day. Uh, but we'll get to those in a second. Two things: Are you freaking kidding me? Georgia moves up. Are you kidding me? Oklahoma State moves up that much. Um, and I, the biggest question to me is: Are like. This is because I'm I'm not saying they're not, okay? But this is regarding Ohio State. Obviously, they didn't move. They didn't get touched. There was conversation with Barta tell Reese that there was, con- there was conversation about possibly moving them down. Are we really going to put a team in the playoff that's 5-0? I, I, I don't think 5-0 I, I would do it. I, I, I do 6-0? Think that, well, he, he, here's the thing. It, what we know about the playoff in the first however six years of the playoff, whatever it is, uh, the two things they 
they're proven are that they don't take the four best teams. They take the four most deserving mm-hmm. and they can't stand teams with two losses. And, but, but I think in a funny sense, I think the Ohio state, if assuming they play play this week or next week against Michigan uh, and they, they're five and oh, don't qualify for the big 10 championship game. It almost works out. I think in a sense, better for them to play Wisconsin. I, I think that way that would give them like uh, in the eyes of the committee, I think that would give them a little, a little better win. Like, just remember like the teams that don't play in the big 10 championship game, uh, they're going to meet with their crossover opponent from mm-hmm. the other division. And so that would be like Ohio state, Wisconsin. Then you go on uh, down the standing. So I don't know. I, I know Northwestern beat Wisconsin, but, but I think there is a, uh, a mindset in the committee that maybe a win over Wisconsin might carry a little bit more weight. But we talked about this last week on the show. Like at some point, doesn't the season have to matter? Like, yes. don't, don't, like, like, like if, if we're, if we're solely, okay. Everyone knows Ohio state is one of the best four teams in the country, but, but, it, but at some point, like, like playing six games, like that's, but see, that's why I don't, I, but here's the deal. I, I will say, because no one else is saying it, they have not been the best team in the country when they played. I don't think it's close. They have no. not been as impressive as Alabama. They have not been as impressive as Notre Dame. And they have not been as impressive as Clemson. Okay? Agreed. So now you're telling me they're four. Okay? Mm-hmm. So now you're going to say they're four. Right? Now we have teams that are going to play double-digit games. At some point, the combination of most deserving and eye tests has to matter. You cannot tell me there's going to be a team that's going to be a conference champion out there, a la Cincinnati, that's undefeated and does everything they have because Ohio State is Ohio State. What if Indiana beat Ohio State and they were sitting there at one, what are they, 4-0, and and now they were facing these COVID issues? There's no way they would be getting the benefit of the doubt than Ohio State. And they would have a win over Ohio State with them. I just I I don't feel like it's I just feel like because it's them, they are getting they're stay, they're staying at four. They're they're trying to overcome all COVID. Everybody's trying to do the same thing as far as COVID goes. So like that's that's the one thing that just bothers me is in like they haven't won every game 60 to nothing. If they came out and won every game 60 to nothing, I got no problem with them there. But they haven't been that impressive to me. I was expecting a lot more. And like I said, people are going through a lot. They're going through a lot, but I don't think there's a resounding deal that they are for the fourth best team in the country. That's me. Yeah, I, I think I think in terms of talent, there, but you you can certainly make the case. Into, I mean, I mean, in terms of performance, yeah, the, the Indiana score. I mean, they got up big and fell asleep at the wheel, and Indiana hung around and mm-hmm. made some made some plays. But it, it's going to be an interesting to see because, like Cincinnati, you look at it and it's like. Like in terms, that would clearly show a deserving over best if they mm-hmm. were to put uh, an undefeated. And by the way, it's not a lot that Cincinnati's going to get through. Exactly. Tulsa no, I, I, I get, get it. Get there I either. totally get it. I'm just saying, it, it, forecasting all the way forward. That that's what I was doing there. You, you know what the interesting thing is as well. I I, I mentioned about how true loss teams have been like the committees like we, we Stanford easily could have made it a couple a couple, couple of years back yeah. Penn State should have been in with two losses Georgia with two losses should have been in so like the, the committee has really turned their back on those two loss teams despite 
having strong schedules and very strong wins. Like, are we are, are we at a point where there's a chance a two-loss Oklahoma or a two-loss Iowa State could get in? And, and, and hear me out. Like, I'm listening. Say Notre Dame beats Clemson again. That's mm-hmm. going to knock most likely Clemson out. Clemson will be a non-champion. Say Ohio State doesn't meet that what we were just discussing. They don't play in the Big Ten championship game, and, and the committee view, does view that as a negative. Oh, they only played only played six games, didn't play in the conference title. You know, it, it, it's got to matter. Say Cincinnati loses a game to Tulsa, or maybe they don't even have to. Uh, they, then you're looking at Texas A&M, who is a non-champion. Uh, you're looking at a two-loss Georgia team who's a non-champion <laughs> in, in, in a sense of being right ahead of Iowa State, who potentially could have two wins Oklahoma over Oklahoma, and or an Oklahoma team that's red hot and avenged a, a loss to Iowa State earlier in the year. Like, like is there a like is BYU those, still undefeated? Well, yes, they are. Okay, all right. That that that's our that's my next one. I. To answer your question, I think <laughs> here's here you go. Here's I think. Here's what I think, and I'm trying to like act like more people think like me, but I know people don't. I'm sick and tired of Oklahoma, and I'm sick and tired of Georgia. Give me anybody. Give me a- whoever. <laughs> Give me anybody else. Um, but I'm, I brought up BYU just because I think they kind of got overlooked last night. Um, you know, they didn't play. And, you know, Reese was talking about, you know, they didn't get reevaluated. But when we look at, you know, the in 2017, UCF was the was the hot name and they had the, you know, the momentum and everything and everything was churning in their favor. They end up not getting in and we all know what happened from there. When you look at UCF, that team in 2017, statistically against this BYU team, what do you see? I see numbers from BYU that are better in terms of on-field performance. Really? In terms of 2017, UCF finished 12th in the college football uh, playoff rankings with a strength of schedule of 86 and an offensive efficiency rank, which was 10th, and a defensive efficiency rank, which was 38th. Right now, BYU is 13th with a strength of schedule of 87. So basically the same, it's exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And their offense is ranked fourth and their defense is ranked 25th. So they are much higher defensively and higher offensively. So this is a better wow. team than that UCF team in terms of you're solely looking at on-field performance. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the committee isn't really giving them uh, their due. Uh, I, I think there's a disconnect with, looking at efficiency ratings, uh, looking at strength of record, uh, looking at everything that that they should be looking at. And then really, okay, all that matters with BYU is the schedule. And I think that's kind of how the, the, the committee is viewing BYU. Whereas I think something that the committee that's my dryer going off in case anybody cares in the background. Huh. The, 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 bears, the Bears home, he's got to pack. The, yeah, we got to get ready. We gotta, this is laundry day. It, 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 it is laundry day. We had to wait for Daily Wager to finish up because yep. the office is kind of right. So we so apologize for my, uh, it's all good. my, my, my dryer. They were all good. A little, a little bit of 2020. But like, like, like last week, Chris Andrews shared mm-hmm. like what he would make BYU yeah. against every team that was ranked ahead of them. Now, some of these numbers may have changed last week. 
uh, from last week based on some of these results. Like last week and during the weekend, Chris would have had Notre Dame as a two-point favorite over BYU. The Notre Dame team, which is probably in the playoff wow. right now, which have been, he would have had Notre My Dame. My Notre Dame. Too. My Notre Dame. Your, your, your Irish. He, he, he would have made Notre Dame two. He would have had BYU a nine-point favorite over Miami. He would have had Notre Dame, uh, BYU favorite over Indiana, Iowa State, Northwestern, and Texas A&M. He'd have, he'd have BYU a one-point favorite to Texas A&M last week. I have not gotten any Oof. updated. I didn't ask him for any updated numbers yet. I didn't get an opportunity, but, but I will. And he would have had the game with Cincinnati at Pickham. So, and the only team that would be a double-digit favorite over BYU would be Alabama, which was 17. Like he'd have Clemson minus nine and Ohio State minus nine. So, like I think the committee is 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 so is paying solely strictly uh, strict attention to the schedule, and not necessarily when when they they oh we're impressed with BYU, but oh but but the schedule. I mean, Cincinnati schedule 70th, Ohio State schedule 77th. Uh, so it, it's not like those teams have played great schedules either, mm-hmm. but, but you're going to penalize BYU for an 87 schedule when their on-field performance is pretty darn good. Yeah, but like the team, the team that I'm that is exactly the opposite, I think, of BYU in terms of the rankings is Texas A&M. New York. Like I, I, yeah. I, well, here's why. The win over Florida was a great win. And it's it's got to account for more than some statistics, though, Bear. It they does, did it, it. It, it. Yes, it did. It, it did it, and it did. But at the same time, are we giving – that we is the committee giving them too much credit for just playing what is currently the eighth-rated schedule in the country? And they have the win over Florida. Like, if you look at them, like, for just from the sole metric standpoint mm-hmm. – they're like a fringe top 25 team. Like they're, they're, they're 24th in offensive efficiency, 24th in defensive efficiency, and like, and like 13th in overall efficiency. Like when you, com- when you combine everything, offense, defense, special teams. So like they're a good team. They're a solid win. You got to give them something for that, for that win over Florida. But at the same time, I think the committee is giving them a little bit more of a boost in the rankings because of one win and strength of schedule. Now, now, now hey, if you're going to come out and say, Straight the schedule matters, and ultimately you're going to put a two-loss team maybe in there at some point because they had two losses against a really tough schedule, and they had a couple of wins mixed in there, and you're going to say, okay, no, we want you to go out and play somebody, and we don't care if you have two losses, if your schedule's fifth or sixth or seventh in the country, then that's great. But at the same time, I, I think I, I just think that the performance on the field isn't matching what the, the, the rankings say. It's a rough year for AM to have probably one of the worst years ever for the division. Yeah. That division is not nearly what no. it has been in years past, man. Um, do you who do you think hates people discussing gambling with their sport more? Bill Hancock or Roger Goodell? I think it's Bill Hancock. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I, I you look at you look at the NFL and all of the He's the getting deals, there. I mean, I mean, they're 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 getting there. I mean, but mm-hmm. I mean, I I, I think it's. I, I think would it's love to hear Bill Hancock football. make a line on Notre Dame <laughs> BYU. Can you imagine what he would make that line? Seriously, twenty one. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say Notre Dame seventeen. Yeah. Like that, yeah. It, um, the, the funny thing is, is you're right. I, maybe maybe not necessarily Bill, but but I I think the uh, I think the conference commissioners 
Mm. Uh, certainly- That's a good point. Really good point. Very good point. Um, all right. You're going to – what do they call to- it now? They're not, they're not saying Mur- – they say it's not in they, Myrtle Beach. No, it's, it's in Conway. Come on. Su- su- Myrtle. Suburban Myrtle Beach. Oh, man. All right. Anyway, you're going there. I but am. first, we have to discuss InfoCision Stadium, oh, the, 2 the p.m. Game, Eastern. The biggest game of the week. Yes. I've been waiting three months for this game. Before the action started, this was the game I wanted to see. It's Akron hosting Bowling Green. Akron is now two and a half. I saw Circa, I think, opened up at four, went down to two. It's all over the place. Over under 57 and a half, I believe I see. Um, let's see. Hold on. I can't believe. 57. Uh, Bowling Green plus two and a half. I'm dead serious, Bear. I cannot wait for this game. I don't care what I'm doing at two o'clock. I will have the app up. I got the app set up on the TV, so we got it on the big screen. We are good to go from InfoCision Stadium. Listen, I am so into this game because I want – I obviously somebody's going to lose, but I can't wait to see how pumped Winner. this team is, whoever this team wins. And for what Dollar has done for, for Akron, they've actually been more impressive, if you can be, for a winless team. Tian Dollar has been awesome. But last week against Miami of Ohio, when they lost 38-7, he only had 22 yards on the ground for, and 13 carries. He's been awesome for Akron in what's been an abysmal season. But when you look at both quarterbacks, like just for example, Bowling Green loses 52-10 to um, last week. Matt McDonald, Bowling Green quarterback, 125 yards, one touchdown, three picks. Zach Gibson, Akron quarterback last week, 141 yards, one touchdown, an interception. It hasn't been pretty for these teams. I will say I do think the best unit in this game, when you look at offense, defense, I'm saying Akron's run game gets things going. But my uncle told me a long time ago, Bear, you do not give points with teams. (laughs) And that would be your case here if you were giving and wanting to take Akron. Therefore, if I want to pick on this game, I'm rooting for both teams because I want to see the winner. Give me the over 57. I think both offenses score, and I know it hasn't been pretty for either. Well, that's that's what I was going to ask you. How do you handicap a a game like this? Like when you have Akron is the the 123rd ranked scoring offense in the country, and Bowling Green is the 126th ranked scoring defense in the country. And then the flip side, Akron is the 125th ranked scoring defense in the country, and Bowling Green is 126th ranked scoring offense. So like it's like the you'll pick your poison. Yeah. yeah. So so it's like I I I I'm with you. I just want to sit and watch this game. Yes. I could not I could not bet a dollar on it, even though I probably should, just to say. And you will. It's, it's, you it's will. kind of, it's kind of it's kind of like one of those things where uh, I remember. Uh, when I was in St. Thomas, St. John, like uh, the we the <laughs> funny, we got married, my wife and I got married down in St. Thomas in February, in, uh, a few years in 2007, and uh, we were we took the 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 ferry over to, to St. John, and there was this little place that was basically uh, like a, almost like this like 
OTB basically. It had like paramutual handicapping in this bar, in this little like hut in in, in St. John. And I'm like, oh, I got to go get like a souvenir ticket that says it's like $2 to win on whatever at like Tampa Bay Downs with like the the stamp of whatever this place was in St. John just to just to say I have like the souvenir. Like this is like one of those games like you, or like you need the $2 to show ticket, the yeah. $2 win ticket on the on like American Pharaoh. Like you, you, you need like a, you need like a, just a, a $5 Akron minus two and a half versus ball just to, just to frame that ticket and, and, and put it up on your desk. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I just, I, I can't imagine what these two teams have gone through. And then like on the other side, you see how, how great of a thing Kent state has been uh, turning their thing, their, you know, their deal around and now they have COVID issues uh, so I'm just really, really fired up. Uh, Kent, 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 Kent State, they, they they probably should have come up with those COVID issues last week. Oof. Uh, yeah. How's our guy doing? Uh, Mr. Windhorse isn't happy. He said, uh, I think his quote was, once I saw the new uniforms, I knew we were due for a loss. So um, there you go. But, 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 by the, our by Mac the way, do you, know what, do you know what Bowling Green's uh, completion percentage is on offense this year? Oh man, I just had it up, and I was looking at Akron's because I thought Akron's might be worse. Um, I do not. I know both teams combined 40. to eight. Bowling what? Green is completing forty percent of its passes this year. But however, however, Akron is allowing seventy-two percent completions. There you go. And hey. I still, I mean. And I watched the Kent State Akron game in that first half. I can't get out of my head. Like, here's the one: Akron scored 35 against Kent State, and Bowling Green scored 24, and then Buffalo scored what 70 last week. So, Kent State's defense uh, might need some <laughs> improvements. But this is about the Zips, and this is about Bowling Green. Uh, the Falcons obviously are on the road. Um, good luck to both teams. Um, May the best team win. I can't believe that you, you couldn't convince the Q to send you and Ryan McGee to, to Greater Akron. To I wouldn't go to Greater Akron without you, buddy. Oh, well, I appreciate Thank you. I, I, I appreciate that camaraderie and, and, and friendship and just kind of the, the, the team the team attitude that we – because we are a team. Absolutely. Um, speaking of teams, uh, we got announcement here, Maryland, Michigan now. I would guess is this can't Travis canceled postponed? They don't have any more weeks, right? It's got to be canceled. It's canceled yeah, postponed. Can. It doesn't. It's some semantics. All right. So that and now Michigan, leads the question. Michigan cannot return to practice until December seventh. Hmm. Is so what they can't said. Monday. So Monday they can re, Monday they allegedly can return to practice. Yes. That's two the eighth. That's Monday. Next Monday. Monday, Monday the seventh. Yeah, Monday's the seventh, and that's now the second Big Ten game canceled this week. Okay, how, how do you how do you feel about this? This uh, Bucknut? I mean, I want to play them. Like, I want to beat them. Of course, you do. You want you want to win like, eighty seven to nothing. Like, of course, I like I want it because of the Big Ten and all that. But I just want to beat them. Period. Like, if we can't, if they don't change the rules, then let us play them the next week if they can play. Even if like a game against okay. Wisconsin would mean more, right. I'd rather I'd rather play them. See, th- that's great okay. to hear. Be- that's great to hear because there's so many. There's so much focus on 
like so many people, playoff, 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 playoff. But to hear someone who is a lifelong Ohio State fan and grew up with this rivalry being that this and the Rose Bowl matter, to hear him say, like, I don't care about the Big Ten Championship game or I don't care about playing Wisconsin. I want to play Michigan. That's great to hear. So good for you, man. Um, there's not. It's not a great slate, Bear. Um, yeah. I do have one more question for you regarding the playoff. Yes, talk to me. Better chance of happening. Ohio State makes the playoff or Clemson and Notre Dame play three times this year? That's a great question. Thank you. I've been thinking about it all week. <laughs> I think there's a greater chance that Ohio State makes the playoff. Woo. Because because Alabama or because Clemson or Notre Dame might play Alabama in the in the first round? Yes. Okay. All right. That's that's because they can't line them up to play for a third time in this. In, in no, this. no, no, no. That, that, There's that, no, that, like, and that's and that's another. That's going to be another flaw that is pointed out. Unless they just say, "Hey, we didn't want these teams to play for a third time in a semi." You well, know, what, like, what, what's like just happen? say it. Yep. Yeah. What would what, what would happen? And like, Clemson wins. Clemson will be two, and then they'll move Notre Dame to four because they'll. they'll that's what they'll do. Even though even. Even that being, I mean, but gosh, that's a that that's an interesting question. Like, are, are, are you going to text that one to Reese? I'll give him a rush. I was going to say, like, could you could you imagine, like, say you put Cincinnati three over Notre Dame just because you <laughs> done like that's like ridiculous. That's like pure, like like that's like pure tampering. <laughs> well, that, that's or, where you or or them. they jump or they jump one loss Clemson to one. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they 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 they, they, they just showed they just yeah. showed the fortitude with Trevor back. Yeah, they showed with their undefeated with Trevor Lawrence, and and they avenged their loss against number two, and that's better than any win Alabama has. Yeah, with that, well, they could they could just use that? that to say a tiebreaker if Ohio State is the Big Ten champ. They say tiebreaker, then they put Ohio State versus Notre Dame in the semifinal and just watch the ratings go through the roof. I don't want to see that game. By the way. I love watching your team. Oh, my Irish? Dude, 24. I'm t- I tried telling. Hey, I told – tell Herb Street back off. That's my guy. Like, He's an absolute war dog. It's so refreshing to watch that style of play and ha- watch it work. Just that we're, we're just going to bludgeon you at the line of scrimmage and we have these tight ends – that can block and run and catch. And then the front seven is so much. How are they getting these kids out of, out of Georgia, by the way? I don't know. We got to talk to our Georgia insider about that. I I, I was going to say, I mean, that that, that, to to, to the the DB and, 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 and the tight end, like that's, they they need to want to reassess their, uh, their recruiting recruiting strategies there in Athens. I'm going to say this. And I know, People are going to disagree again. I am more excited for the Clemson-Notre Dame rematch than I will be for any game that remains possibly be played this year. I cannot wait for that game. I can't either. I cannot wait, I'll be happy to be there. And I saw... When's the last time that the SEC title game is not going to be the most anticipated Conference championship. Uh, I, I think the, you had a couple of Alabama, Florida years where Florida was like a 
20 something point favorite that it didn't matter. And then the Auburn, South Carolina year, like, I don't, one of the, yeah, 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 that you had an Alabama, Missouri game in there that, right, mixed in there that was non competitive. Yeah. I was trying to think, what was the SEC title game when, when Penn State beat Wisconsin? 2016. So that was that would that was was that the year Alabama Alabama, Alabama got in as the four and won it right? They didn't no. play in the title game. No, two thousand sixteen. Right? No, two thousand sixteen was um, Alabama Clemson rematch when Alabama uh, when Clemson won. So that was probably Alabama Florida, I think, in sixteen. Wow! Oh, McElwain. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um. All right, uh, we mentioned the slate. Um, I, I mean, it crossed another one off in Ann Arbor. Um, I, do you anything that sticks out to you? Like I, I have, I have some combination of Clemson and the over in their game. I have Alabama written down, uh, be, but I don't have that over because I don't trust LSU at all. And my weekly circle of whoever is playing KU, which is uh, Texas. Tech. Although I will say, I think I might have to add the over here in the Texas Tech-Kansas game because Miles Kendrick came in for Kansas last week, Bear, and was making plays. And I'm not going to lie, had me a little worried about TCU cover uh, for our weekly go against Kansas play. So, we can't give up now, uh, but Miles Kendrick, shout out to him. He uh, he came in and, and made some throws for Kansas, and it was good to see them have a little bit of life. Um, but Texas Tech, they're going. To, Kansas is going to Lubbock now, so uh, we will um, we will be partaking in that. Um, Stanford's got their own issues traveling to Seattle. Uh, they're practicing at UW last night, and now they're practicing at high schools all week. Um, and then they're just going to go right to Corvallis and play next week. That line is uh, pretty eye-opening because I'm still not sold on Washington, uh, but I'm not sold on Stanford, even though last week was awesome. Um, what about you? Penn State? That's a lot, no? Chopping Seems wood? Like Seems like a lot for for Rutgers team that you know is going to give full effort. But good for Penn State. That was our question last week about Penn State. Yep. Yep. Whether they were whether they were still going to be invested in the season. We said they're better. Really good for and, them. And, and yeah, yeah, I was happy to see I was happy to see them win. Um yeah, I got three right the, now. How about the teal? Well you can't you can't play the game now that you, the the story about Willis and him likely missing the game because he tested positive for COVID. Oh, the man. numbers up to like whatever it is. So it, 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 it it's a bummer for the for the bigness of the game. So I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'm disappointed for our, for our show too. Like, yeah, you're going there to kind of reward and salute coastal for what they've done, but, but Liberty's had a good year too. And now you're probably going to see a nine and two Liberty team that will uh, likely be without a, uh, a ball birth. Yeah. But the, the, the three, the three games that, and there are a couple more that I had on the list potentially like uh, being there. I like Auburn getting the seven against Texas A&M at home. Uh, I certainly talked about Auburn and how unimpressed I have been with them. That's the smelliest line of the week. All, no all doubt. season, but uh, A&M laying seven uh, with, with an offense that has been sporadic. 
uh, a lot of time this year. I think you get Kevin Steele, uh, his defense. I think if you can kind of focus on Spiller, mm-hmm. shut that power running game down, I, I, I think I, I think then there's there, there's a chance that they can confuse Mond and do some things to keep that game close. And we, we've also hit on how there there's home Bo Nix and there's road Bo Nix. And yeah. how Bo, Bo Nix is back, uh, back at home uh, at, at Jordan Air. And um, so I'll, I'll take Auburn plus the seven. Okay. Um, you talked about Cal, Oregon. Uh, we talked about Cal, Cal Stanford rather last week. Mm-hmm. Oregon, I don't, I don't think like like they're there. I had my concerns about the Ducks prior to the year, and I, I think we've seen those concerns uh, warranted in recent weeks. They really should have lost to UCLA, mm-hmm. um, and then you'll, you'll lose the game with some of the most ridiculous officiating that goal line last week that oh, I mean, it was just awful. And you look at Cal, you lose the, 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 the ax on a block extra point, uh, you, you lose a, you, you have like no defensive lineman for that game against UCLA. That's a predictable loss. And then you lose another close game. So getting 10 points now uh, against Oregon, Wilcox has been typically very good uh, as an underdog. And I think this could be one of those spots where you see uh, Cal come out and, you know, you're only going to play one more game after this. So it's like, you know what, let's, let, let's go out, let's play our game and uh, and see if we can pull an upset here. So I think you're going to get a good effort from Cal uh, off of a, a brutal loss last week. I think they'll come out with a uh, breathing fire. And then and then, and then UCLA getting three and a half at Arizona State if they play this game. Uh, Arizona State's been off for a while. One game um, they have played. They played one game, the game against USC, which they should have won. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, you, you look at UCLA, and I know people were ready to, to send chip packing after that first week when they lost to Colorado. I mean, it, uh, the offense turned the ball over four times in that game, and then the offense turned the ball over four times in the, in the game against Oregon, and you had the pick six before halftime. Like, they very easily could be 4-0. Uh, the two losses were their own doing. They're self-inflicted losses. So, but, but I think Chip and, Chip and UCLA have kind of discovered some things the last couple of weeks. I think they've run the ball 50 times. Uh, awesome. weeks, they've kind of gotten Belton's really good back to just pow- uh, in, in, in talking with him. He said they're so much Im- more improved this year up on the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. and, and, and they're playing that way. Yeah. They're, they're beating people up front. Dalton's running the ball. Gr- Griffin was much steadier last week. Like I, I think they found some things and now, uh, against an Arizona State team, which hasn't played, who knows how much they practice? Who knows? Who, who knows who can even like? I don't, I don't know. I like that. I like that spot for UCLA getting the uh, getting the three and a half. You mentioned it. It's it, I don't care. I mean, people could say that about any coach in the country, and I still feel like they get blamed for this, and they shouldn't. But turnovers, like players, are the reason turnovers happen. Correct. It's not coaching. And when you go back and look at UCLA's turnovers, you talked about week one, four turnovers. All four were in the first half, weren't they? Yep. Like it was – they had no chance. It's done. I don't care who you're playing. Um, would you rather give 24 with Ohio State or 34 with Notre Dame? Uh, 24 with Ohio State. Yeah. But, but – yeah, I'd rather give to but, but again, you don't know who is going. Like, we don't know who tested positive that is definitely going to be out for the game. And, but at the same time, is Syracuse going to score? 
I was going to ask you how many points is Michigan State going to score? Are they going to score 17? Michigan State might get 17. I, I think Lombardi and those young receivers, I think, in the second half are good to put put put, put a touchdown or so on the board okay. in, in, in garbage time. All right. Um, what else? I don't know why Texas is giving eight and a half. Um, that scene, yeah. I know Kansas State. Kansas State's been ravaged by uh, COVID, which feels like all season. Uh, I mean, they went from what? First place to now they're fighting for a winning season, right, yeah. Kansas State? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, since, since they lost to Thompson and, and, and some other guys, it's just been uh, downhill for them. Not good. But they, uh, they, they, they've, 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 they've done very well in this rivalry, and, I, and I'm curious to see what we get from Texas this week after lo- losing yeah. the game to Iowa State. Your, your hope of getting to the Big 12 title game is gone. Uh, the good – the good. Could you, can you just uh, – of all the people in college football – that you wouldn't expect to take a sack there. Like Sam Ellinger would probably have been like the number one person. Okay, he'll run around and then I'll set the pressure and I'll throw it away. But that, that was just a microcosm of everything that's kind of gone wrong uh, in Austin. But you you would you would expect him to 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 play out the string here pretty pretty well and uh and give his all just because his uh yep. love for for the for the school. So I'd be I'd be careful about taking Tech Kansas State here. Okay. All right. If if Indiana is getting 14 without Penix, what's the line with Penix? Seven. Seven and a half. Like the the Tuttle kid's good. Like he was a highly touted kid. I still have no idea about Wisconsin. That's my problem. It's not about Indiana. Right. We, we we know they beat a terrible Michigan team. We know they beat a terrible Illinois team, and lost to Northwestern. And they lost to Northwestern in a game where their offense did nothing. Like like Indiana's defense is good, and, and I think they love the fact that uh, they are a big underdog once again, and nobody's kind of believing in them. And I think everyone's just expecting to see the Graham Mertz that we saw against Illinois yeah. and the and the Wisconsin offense that we saw against Michigan. I think people are expecting just to that's going to magically pop up and appear here, but I'm I'm not so sure. I don't know if I'd I don't know if I'd be uh, be jumping at the opportunity to to lay 14, 14 and a half there with Wisconsin. And uh, the scariest line to me is Oregon State plus eleven in Salt Lake because I'll tell you right now, if uh, Jebby um, is playing, that's Oregon State all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Utah, I mean, I get it. They're slow to start. We know, uh, you know, we talked about the issues uh, surrounding teams all over the place. But Utah has just yep. been really slow to go. Brutal loss. Get uh, run out of the building after being up twenty-one nothing last week. They're just not that talented on offense. Agreed. Whereas Oregon State has got some guys, man. Uh, I really like what the, I, I've seen from their guys in their secondary, too. That was a really good job. I mean, we've, you talked about Oregon being maybe a little bit underachieving, but they have some serious talent at the skill positions. They Oregon did. State was step for step with those guys last week. It was really, really impressive. I was really happy for them uh, to get that win because that's a that's one you can hang your hat on. And as a new staff that's trying to take over um, – that's that's a huge thing uh, in the state, and I'm dying to find an excuse to run it because this is a 20 year anniversary coming up of one of 
the most incredible bowl performances ever, and that's the 2001 <laughs> Fiesta Bowl uh, when Dennis Erickson came out with a bunch uh, of madmen and gave it, it to Coach Davey. Beautiful. The, the, that the was Hushman, the Hushman's out of Chad Johnson. I went back and looked at the box Pat score. Down. I can't oh. wait to see that Sports Center read. I oh. cannot wait. Um, cause I, that was it's funny, beautiful. that's the year after I graduated and I said all year, like going in, I just said, Oregon state's the most talented team guys. I said, it's not even close. I know Washington and the, and has still has two, he has Sopo and, you know, but, and then they, I'm, I'll never forget sitting around with all the buddies all day. And they're like, oh yeah, all Notre Dame fans, obviously I'm like, just be careful tonight. Just be careful because like, you have no idea what's going to come out of that tunnel with Coach Erickson. <laughs> a team that has – like a team that had like – you talk about ZFG. Like oh, that's what – that's yep. what that, and, and that was an Oregon State team that – remember the controversy was like, oh. should it be Miami, Florida State, Washington and playing, playing Oklahoma? Like Oregon State lost to, to UW on a last mm-hmm. second field goal that just missed. Mm-hmm. Like, that team was legit, and, and again, they they weren't getting the, the the recognition that they should have that year because of their name, because they were Oregon State. And that's back had, when UW was a tougher place to play than Autzen, yep. and that's when Correct. people don't realize that place was incredible. Place would uh, shake. Oh man, give me nightmares thinking about that. And that uh, was Ken Dor- and that was Ken Dorsey's first road start, the thirty four twenty nine loss in September. Sorry to bring that up, buddy. No, it's okay. No, I, I'm I'm enjoying this revisitation uh, <laughs> down uh, 2000 flashback. Uh, lane. All right, I honestly, with all this going on, I had uh, I was going to take a shot in the Terps. I thought too, and now that's out the window. Oh, I know, I got a dog for you. I like Boston College. Um, yeah, they're getting, UVA. they're getting six and a half at UVA. The last time we saw UVA, they were throwing a double pass in their own end zone with 36 <laughs> to 99 back to 36. I'm sorry. I can't get that out of my head, but listen, I think, I think they should run that. I think they should run that play to start the game. All right. I'm in. I, I think Halfley's done a really, really, um, uh, I want to, like, I don't want to say good because it's been an overhaul of what they've done as a program, but it's as impressive a job as I've seen for a guy in a first-year uh, uh, gig. Um, not a great um, place to take over. Uh, obviously, the recruiting things are, are you know, tough place to recruit. Uh, college sports don't mean nothing in that town. We know that. But um, I think – uh, he got the big transfer, you know, with Jerkovic, and I, I just like what I've seen. Virginia, they've had their issues, you know, injury-wise um, and, and all that stuff. I just feel like BC shouldn't be getting this many points. Now, I could be totally wrong, and somebody's smarter than me, and that's why they're getting this many points, but we're going to definitely have uh, BC this week. And, and I think BC's – I think we have, we have a live chat question. We, 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 we do, and it's, it's a good question, I was going to say. I think – as as Travis just pointed out in our little 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 chat here, like mm-hmm. how long is Halfley going to stay at BC? Is he going to be fully invested in, in building that program program up? Because I mean, is that going to be a? What are you worried? To- Michigan's going to call him, Travis. I mean, he could go there. I mean, te- Texas. I mean, there's a plenty of jobs. Whoa. I think he's a. I think he's a Whoa. great coach. I would. Would you would you know who he was if he didn't coach at Ohio State? 
No, but he proved what he, in one year he fixed that atrocious defense. Now he's doing this at BC. I think he's shown that, and he can recruit already. I think he's shown that he can be a head coach at a, a power school. And BC is a place where you are in the same division as Clemson. Like that's your I mean. Yeah, you're not on the other side. It's Clemson correct. and the other side. You're on the Clemson if side. You're, if, if, if you're Mac Brown or Manny Diaz, you're happy because you're over yeah. there. Uh, and, and you no, know, I, and, I, you I, don't, and, and you know, Novell will get Florida State going here at some point as well. So, like, what's your ceiling yeah. at BC? I listen. I'm still mad at them for the Big East. They were in the Big East. Um, Big the Big East football conference was really, really good there for a while. Yeah. I had, Miami was good. West Virginia was good. Virginia Tech was good. Rutgers, Ray Lucas, Rutgers was good. Um, who am I forgetting? Forget. Did I say West Virginia? Syracuse was, was good. I mean, they they had teams. Yeah, I don't know if I said Virginia Tech or not. But yeah, like, you did. That's what, that's, that's what all I think of. Because everybody's always they always think about Miami. I'm like, look, go back. I mean, Virginia Tech. Miami was, was Miami. Miami was good. Miami was the impetus to get the league formed and started. So Correct. They they were there, and then when the league w- w- was ending right around 2000 2001, that's when that's when they were moving out to the to the SC, to the. SEC. And then you so would, you would you would add it on the likes of uh, UConn, you know, mm-hmm. to really bolster things. Yep. That would have been good. I will say that at least UMass played this year. Is that what you call it? Yes. No, you're right though. You know what they, they you know? played. I mean, good, good for the good for the school. Exactly. For a shout out to for, UMass. Yeah, for them to play. I mean, it just it it would suck just to just you're there on campus all year. Maybe you're working out. Maybe you're practicing. Who the hell knows what? Oh, no, maybe with. you are. Texas State just played twelve games. Shout out to them, by the way. Absolutely. To play, to play Coach of the year. Games, Coach Spat. To, to play 12 games, no cancellations, no postponements. Good for them. He went up to Boston College. He should have beat them. Um, that's what I'm saying. They played 12 games. UConn, nah, we're good. We're, we're packing it. Anyway, um, anything else, sir? Uh, a couple of other dogs I thought about were, uh, were TCU getting two and a half against Oklahoma State. Yeah, that's fishy. It's and then uh, Arkansas getting a field goal against uh, Missouri. Really interested those, those, to see that game. Both coaches obviously coached out of their minds this year. Uh, Coach Drink and Coach Pitt. Um, I also wanted to say uh, shout out to NC State. They've had a really good year. Probably the most unnoticeable. Um, seven. Does anybody realize you're seven and three? Do you know he's the second? Or is he the winningest all t- coach all time at NC State now? Is, does he have there was a name, and I was like, I don't know who that is. Does he have more wins than O'Brien? Yes. Yes, he's does definitely he more, second. Does he, have, does, he, does he have more wins than Chuck? Yes. It was a name that I never heard before. It was probably what? Was it Sheridan? No. Earl Edwards. That's it. From 1954 to 1970. There you go. Was that dog? I was going to say when the head dog was there. Had to, right? 61? Yeah. Oh, we got to get, we gotta get 77 we wins. Yep. Yeah. Cause I think Doran's at like 56. Um, but shout out to yep. them, man. That's, yep. And you're like this. Uh, really would like to see our Charlotte team play a game this week. Speaking of the head dog. 
Oh, yeah. Steamer time. And then in a big-time steamer condo pick that you can bet your condo on. Clemson, minus 22. I love how he writes, and he didn't do it this week, but he's like, I'm not giving any more. I want it at 22. <laughs> exactly. Well, dude, dude, dude our, our guy had, had two steamers canceled last week. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. yeah. We wake up, pick up the phone, and you just say 7.16 a.m. And then you just clem. Clem minus 22. That's it. And we, and, we, and we didn't get the also considered blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. No, then, then Friday we get the who did you give. Yep. Yeah. So my man always keeping tabs on us. I love it. All right. Uh, let's just go quickly uh, with the Big Mike Happy Recap brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings is giving new users a free shot at over $100,000. Download the DraftKings app and enter code Steve at sign up. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I'm going to have BC. I'm going to have some kind of combination of Clemson and the over. I don't know if it's both. I don't know if it's a tease. I'm not sure. I'm most likely going to have Bama. And the Texas Tech is kind of like the Clemson thing. I'm either going to have 27 and a half, 63 and a half over, or tease or something. But the column, it'll be official. But um, those are... What I have for this week. Oh, and for Haha's, got to take the over at uh, Infocision <laughs> Stadium in Akron. I can't wait. Shout out to the Falcons and the Zips. Get it done. Good luck. Your pick, Surrey. I'm going to uh, – the three that I mentioned, I'm going to take Auburn plus the seven against the Aggies. I'm going to take Cal plus ten against Duck. I was going to say the, the, the Ducks. I was going to say the – I was trying. I, I was thinking like the dirty Golden Bears. I was going to – Say that in honor of you. Honor of you. So my head got all ugly ducks. They're, 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 they're the Oregon Ducks, <laughs> and then uh, the uh, UCLA plus the uh, three and a half at Arizona State. Uh, like the Auburn pick, that thing smells to me. Really does. Um, all right, I think that will do it. Travis, good luck to you. Hope you get to watch your team play this week. It'd be nice. All right. Very good. Bear, take us away. Uh, the less you bet, the more you lose when you win. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. <laughs>